Mateys, we are back. It's, uh, hey, tell you what, the regular season is all wrapped up. It's wild card weekend here. And uh, and today, as always, little Ricky, we got Hanker, and we got a very, very special guest. I'm going to let Hanker take it away because uh, this is a near and dear fellow to Hanker's heart. So, Hanker, who do we got today? Well, today we've got my younger brother. Well, depends on who you ask. There's a controversy on who looks older, but younger brother, George Goddard. We thought we were going to make it through the season without having to call on him, but evidently we've run out of first mates, so we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Welcome to the show, Jorge. Absolutely great to be here as the first mate. I think it's my turn to talk. Uh, Henry's boonie internet was kind of kicking out a little bit there, but that's all right. Uh, you know, it's been an incredible season so far. Holy shit. I can't believe it's wild card weekend. Uh, you know, the season goes pretty darn quick, but you know, the Buffalo Bills are where we need to be. Would love a bye, but uh, you know, just, just great to be here. Great to be talking about football. Hey, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm glad the Bills didn't get the bye. It's an extra week of football for us. We're going up against Hankers Dolphins. Um, so far, no definitive word on who's going to be the quarterback for them Dolphins. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Before we do any of that, though, uh, we got a we got a couple of prizes to to uh, sort of acknowledge here. Uh, so our our week eighteen winner, the final regular season winner, was my brother. So we got Hanker's little brother Georgie, my little brother Liam, won the week eighteen cheat, and uh, and we also have our season long winner which will be a pretty little little prize uh, pot. And that was Alabaster's Cupcake. So he's won a couple of weeklies. He stuck with us through the whole year. Uh, and he's going to be taking home the season-long pot, which was 10% of all 18 weeks. So uh, a good little haul there. Do we know that number, Hanker? Not yet. I, I don't have that offhand, but we'll be sure to post it on Instagram when we know it. Somewhere yep. in the range of like fifty dollars to two million, I think somewhere around there. <laughs> it's in that range. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely floating between fifty and two million. So good luck, Alabaster, uh, on how much you're going to receive there. We'll have that tallied up, hopefully closer to the two million. But, uh, anyways, um, yeah. So that brings us into wild card and the playoff picture. And and before we get into this week's prop sheet, uh, we're just going to clarify how we're going to proceed from here on. So. What we're going to do, there's going to be three weeks, the wild card weekend, uh, the divisional round, and then the conference championship round. Okay, we're going to award the same weekly winners. And then instead of a monthly pot, it's all the, the remaining of that. So 50% to the weekly winners. The remaining of that is going to go towards the total winner over those three weeks. And then, of course, we're going to have a week break and then right into the Super Bowl. And for the Super Bowl, what we're going to do, there's we're not going to have any monthly winner or anything like that. It's simply first is going to get 80% of the prize pool. And then we're going to award the person with the least amount, right? 20% of the prize pool. So 80% going to the person with the most correct guesses, 20% going to the person with the least correct guesses. So uh, that's how we're going to proceed. So the next three weeks, if you're in all three weeks and, and you get the most over that, you're going to take 40% of the rake from those three weeks, which will be big. And then the the weekly winners as well. Hanker, did I miss anything there? 
No, you got it. You got it. I think, did you say that it's going to be an extra double wide sheet for Super Bowl? 20 questions as opposed to the 12 I think we do regularly? Yeah, correct. So the the Super Bowl, um, you know, all the questions we do throughout the playoffs and that we've done so far, they're all football related questions. Obviously, the Super Bowl is a big event, a spectacle. There's a halftime show. So there's going to be questions in there about coin flips, halftime show, you know, Gatorade, things like that that can all Rihanna nip slip. We're all rooting for it. so yeah, that that one we're gonna have twenty questions in there plus a tiebreaker question because we want to award one person and one person only. And again, eighty percent to the winner, twenty percent of the prize pool going to uh, the person with the least amount right, which is equally as impressive. Um, so so that's good. And again, this is one we're gonna drum up, drum up. We've said our floor. The minimum amount of people we want doing this is 100. Uh, we're going to maybe talk to Prince Eddie's about uh, doing an event out at the brewery. But either way, you'll be able to tune in, put your picks in anywhere you are in Ontario, North America, wherever you are. And uh, and yeah, hopefully a big uh, Super Bowl winner coming out. And it'd be nice if the Buffalo Bills make it. Fingers crossed. With that, let's get... Yeah, go ahead, Anchor. No, I, I, I just... I hope so much for that. Um, you know, it's already going to be an electric day. The last few Super Bowls touch and go with COVID and can you get together and celebrate it? A lot of them we kind of spent on our own. Um, you talk about having a whole brewery with the bills in contention with the biggest prop sheet to date. I don't know that you make it out of that day alive or at least not in the hospital getting your stomach pumped. Certainly some tables broken. Uh, Prince Eddie's, that ping pong table will not be safe. Any folding table within the vicinity should uh, <laughs> should probably be put away. But uh, yeah, that would be electric. So that's what we're all rooting for. Uh, with that, let's get into the wildcard weekend prop sheet. So uh, we added an extra question this week. Georgie gave us a good first mate question. We've got 13 on the slate. And uh, we kick things off. We kind of went in sequential order of the game. So again, it's only the Sunday games. We're not doing the Saturday or the Monday. So we kick things off. Who's going to have more receiving yards on the day, Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill? And Georgie, I know fantasy's over. Uh, you were in the league that I run. Are you in a couple other leagues as well? Do you have any others? I, I am, yeah. My uh, my big buy-in league is actually still alive um, because of the Monday night game that was canceled. Uh, so Stefan Diggs is actually still in the mix, and I'm up against him in the third place final for 300 or money back. So uh, as a Bills fan here, this is kind of a tough one. I don't know if I I can make my pick here now if that's what you're looking for or not. But um, anyway. I, I'm going to have to go against Stefan Diggs on this front uh, just because it's going to serve me well in my fantasy matchup because I can't have him running it up. Uh, and, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill is pretty electric. He says he's faster than Usain Bolt. Um, I don't know. Hopefully he's got a quarterback that's got actual working hands to throw it to him. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. So, so Georgie, Georgie, bring me back here. So you guys, was your, was your championship supposed to be week 17, but then what you've done is now pushed it to the guys, the points they get this week. Is that kind of how it's working? That's exactly right. Yeah. So I'm, I have uh, Joe Burrow remaining and I'm up against Joe Mixon and Stefan Diggs and I have a five point cushion. Uh, 
so it's oh. still it's still anyone's game. It's definitely the uh, the odds are not in my favor, but uh, that's why I'm going against Diggsy this week as much as it hurts me. Okay, okay. So so you're rooting for Tyreek Hill on this one. You know what's hilarious? I saw probably the best one I saw because there are a lot of fantasy leagues. That's creative what you guys are doing. I think that's a good idea, you know, save the points for this week. I saw one that uh, that killed me. They did a Madden simulation, mm. <laughs> yeah. the Bills versus Bengals, and, and they tracked all the yardages and touchdowns. And uh, I remember seeing the clip online, the final play, there's like, 10 seconds left and they airmail one to Stefan Diggs and he gets like 40 yards and he's trying to get out of bounds and he gets tackled inbounds and they had no timeouts left. So the guy lost by like half a point or whatever. Yeah. So I thought he was that like, was hilarious, out. He's like but, he, he thought yeah, he had oh it in the God. money and then he's like, yeah. oh, yeah. I think it was a tackled. fumble. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what when they, they fumble? Yeah. When they did that, did they have to like, did somebody have the numbers calculated live like it would be if you were watching it or did they have to like pull that all into a spreadsheet after and run the numbers they definitely like the guys one guy had stefan Diggs, and maybe the guy on like he might have been the only guy left you yeah. know what i mean yeah so so they just had to tabulate his i have no idea i just saw like a 20 yeah. second clip of it but it looked hilarious so Anyways, Georgie, that's uh, that's good. I mean, I, for for the sake of the game, I really do hope Tua plays because they've actually been really good games. The the Bills Dolphins this year. I mean, Dolphins took the first one, Bills obviously took the second one, and that leads us right into question number two. It's simply the money line on the Bills Dolphins game, and right now, as we're recording this, so this is Tuesday night. Uh, this line has been jumping all day. It started at minus eleven. It's now minus nine for the Bills. But again, this is one of those, like, you know, if if Tua plays, this line probably gets closer to four and a half kind of thing, right? So right now it's minus nine. Obviously, the Bills' heavy favorites, it's in Buffalo. But, uh, but you never know. The Dolphins' feisty. Their defense is really good. And if Tua is there, they've got those playmakers, Tyreek and Waddle. So that's number two. And then the final Bills prop that we threw in there, uh, will Dawson No record a touchdown? Dawson Knox, that is. Hankers, maybe, uh, oh no, you're going Dalton, right? Dalton's going to be the the name of your child? Yeah, so the running joke, George, is uh, every time one of my fantasy players has a good week, I shift that to being what I'm going to name my son. And... uh, Fucking, we, we were saying having Taysom Hill as your tight end is like a roller coaster. Dawson or Dalton Schultz is like a fucking lazy river, but my fucking God, that lazy river go off a waterfall for the, when I needed him. He had two touchdowns. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. touchdowns final up against week. Kelsey yeah, that, and he, he outplayed Kelsey. It's too good. Yeah, that, that is was wild. I thought uh, the son's name was Almond Raw, so that must have been after a big Detroit week. I was pretty yeah. pumped for the Sun God. Um, that, that's super fun as an uncle, but you know, Dalton will be Dalton will be a respectable uh, nephew for sure. No Almond yeah, Raw. Almond Raw would be a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. This one, uh, prop number three, will Dawson Knox record a touchdown? A little interesting fact, he's actually had four uh, a touchdown in four straight games, obviously excluding the Bengals game that got canceled. But uh, yeah, he was very quiet at the start of the year. 
Um, I mean, the Bills have just gone through a slew of, of bad, you know, injuries. Dawson Knox's brother passed away early in the season. No. Uh, yeah. And, and then obviously Answer. DeMar Hamlin, it, it turns out that news is all looking pretty positive now, which is great. He's, uh, he's back in Buffalo still at the hospital there, but, uh, but seems to be totally with it and everything, which is good. So that's all we've got for the, uh, the 1 PM games. We move into question number four, and this is the 425 game. It's the Vikings and giants. So again, this is a pick them here, uh, just straight up. Who's going to win Vikings or giants. And again, the line right now has the Vikings. Uh, I'll just check here real quick. Looks like Vikings are minus three at home. Uh, I don't know. I, I just can I just jump in and say that the Vikings are a fraud, and I can't believe they're favored on this front. Like, yeah, I, I get the I get the magic. You know, Justin Jefferson. I had a, he carried me to my potential third place finish in my one fantasy league, but. If they throw a double coverage on him, there's not much else going on there. Um, you know, Cousins is just not pathetic clutch. in any big games. They're not clutch. Um, so, and their their point like the point differential is negative after 13 wins, which has probably never happened before. So, just keep that take that with a grain of salt. Um, I, I realize you guys haven't been making picks as we go through here, so I, I won't as well, but you know, yeah, we don't well, make until the yeah. end, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. the hungry dog, uh, I mean, if you're getting plus money on the giants, which you will be, uh, it is interesting. I I'm, I'm with you there, Georgie. Like if there's one underdog on the slate that I'd feel comfortable picking, it's, it's probably them. Or, I mean, obviously, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Dolphins and the uh, Bengals are heavy favorites right now. Lamar Jackson, we'll get to that if he's going to be playing or not. But uh, but yeah, the, the Giants definitely one that I'd be okay with uh, taking as the underdog. And then we go into the over-under. So this line was actually the uh, the biggest one of all the games, which, which was kind of shocking. Uh, but they've got the line set at 48 and a half for this game. So again, uh, they're expecting Kirk to put up some points. Uh, Primetime Kirk. Kirk Cousins was very happy this game was not past his bedtime. He has been awful in 8 o'clock games. He, he thrives in the 1 p.m. slot. So the 425, he's been up and down. It's kind of a mixed bag for him. He, uh, it's he not awful too, against too the late. Awful. Yeah, real bad. Yeah, that was a 425 uh, game. And then he was almost horrible against the Colts and ended up coming back and putting on an absolute clinic in the second half at uh, Hanker's birthday in Toronto. We watched a little bit of that. Quite the ride. So the line there over under is 48 and a half. Brings us to question number six. We've actually featured this guy three weeks in a row. And I don't know if we're jinxing him now or what, but this was the most dominant player in the NFL really for, for most of the season. And then the last two weeks, we've had him in here. One, we had his catches, and then we had receiving yards. While we're sticking with the receiving yards, it's uh, will Justin Jefferson record over 75 and a half receiving yards? So back-to-back weeks, he's been less than that. Um, this is one, you know, Georgie, it's did you bad. have Jefferson? Any fantasy I, I did. teams? Yeah. I did, yeah. I uh, He was my keeper from last year. Um, drafted him uh early on two years ago uh and he's just been absolutely essential to my franchise he is the best receiver bar none in the nfl 
uh, I can't imagine what he would do with a quarterback who isn't Kirk Cousins. It would be it would be incredible to see. But yeah, I I kind of think, and and this might be just you know whatever, uh, not the not the popular thing to say. I think Kirk Cousins helps him because Kirk Cousins they're they're always chasing games. He's reckless. It, like he's not, he's never going to wow you with anything, but he's actually a pretty good thrower of the ball. And he takes those chances. Like if he had a quarterback, like, you know, pretty much anyone in the the AFC East, like with the bills, like obviously jo- with Josh Allen excluded, he might not be as good. Like Tua, Tua gets away with it because Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are so fast that they, they take off the top mm. of the defense and Tua can underthrow a ball that they come back to. Mac Jones is never going to get this guy the ball. Like there's Kirk Cousins, actually a good quarterback for, for Justin Jefferson. It's kind of like Matthew Stafford with Calvin Johnson back in the day is, is what I think about a little bit. It, it's too bad. Cause he was in the week 17. He was, 200 yards shy of like the all time receiving yards record, right? Or 200 and change. Um, Correct. Yeah. So he could have done it in the same games as, is it Calvin Ridley? Who's the guy that has it? Calvin Johnson, who was Calvin on Detroit Johnson, yeah. with Matt Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. So Ridley he was at he, home gambling on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong one. <laughs> um, he, so I, that's why I put Kirk Cousins in that week. Cause I'm like, he'll, you know, this is this is legacy. You know, he's gonna throw a, a stupid throw just to give him extra yards or something. But it was brutal. Like he, I don't even know how many he had that game um, against uh, the Packers. Green Bay, yeah, yeah. Like thirty. Yeah, something. he got held in check. Yeah, I think it was twenty three yards. So it well, okay. So there you go. Well, speaking of Kirk, let's uh, move into uh, question number seven, and this is, is Will Kirk Cousins have over two and a half turnovers. Again, this is fumbles and interceptions. So if he throws two picks and has a fumble or whatever, the, the line, you know, Kirk's been a roller coaster, as we said. It's it's a pretty, pretty steep line, but he's had games where he's definitely had three turnovers. And this is a playoff game. The Giants... You know, they're, they're definitely a, a hard team to play. I think they're also kind of pretenders. They've been in a lot of tight games, and they, they manage to, like, something fluky happens, and they win these things. So this will be a battle of uh, fraudulent teams, and we'll see which one pulls pulls it out here. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I was, I was Prop just going to say. Prop number eight. Uh, we're, we're diving Yeah, in. go ahead, Georgie. Um, n- never mind. It's uh, it's irrelevant. We've already moved on. Go for it. No, no, no. Hit us with it. This is what our first mates are for. No one wants to hear just, me just talk the whole time. I, I don't know. I think you, you got a great voice going. Um, I, I was just going to say, I was going to like counter your, your point of Kirk Cousins being a nice receiver for Justin Jefferson. I know he's got a couple other options in there and, and Adam Thielen, who's a, a legacy receiver to pitch it off to. But just like picture a Patrick Mahomes yeah crazy deep ball action uh you know on the go route that jefferson's getting by everyone every time and if he had it seems to me that cousins is just throwing up kind of prayers when he just knows that jefferson's going to be able to pull it down but if if you get 
I don't know. If you get a quarterback with a stronger arm and a little bit more pocket presence or able to break out, it would, uh, that 2000 yard uh, season is, is easily doable. In the books for sure. Yeah. The guy, the the best fit for Jefferson in my eyes would be Justin Herbert for the chargers. He's like able to extend plays, but is also like Keenan Allen and Justin Jefferson would be kind of similar other than Jefferson's got like a, a much more like, I guess, finished skill set. Allen, Allen's the best route runner in the league, and that's why Herbert loves him. They'll be playing Saturday night. But yeah, Herbert's a guy that, you know, they would benefit from. Jefferson, I mean, obviously, Thielen's good. TJ Hawkinson, the tight end they got from Detroit, help mm-hmm. helps over there too. So they've got a lot of weapons, and they've got a run game, Delvin Cook. But yeah, Jefferson's the best. Kirk Cousins is surrounded by weapons, obviously not the best, but he sometimes has to play reckless. So uh, Kirk Cousins, is he going to play reckless? Prop number seven, find out. Prop number eight, we move to the Bengals-Ravens game. And uh, this is, will the Bengals cover the six and a half point spread against the Ravens? So this means the Bengals would need to win by seven or more. So if you're if you're saying yes to the cover, they need to win by seven or more. If you're saying no dice, that means either the Ravens win or the Bengals win by uh, six or less. So if you're thinking it's a tight one, that's uh, that's the way to lean there. And again, we uh, yeah, go ahead, Georgie. I was just gonna say that the the big kind of elephant in the room is who's starting in quarterback for the Ravens here. Um, I know they've been keeping it quiet, and I personally think that. Lamar isn't that hurt. I think he's just trying to show the franchise his value. He had playoffs locked a little bit of, a little bit ago, and now they realize that he is the cornerstone and he's going to get that guaranteed money contract. Um, so I, I, I see them starting Lamar, and I don't see – actually, we're going to get our picks at the end. Never mind. Well, no worries. So this negative six and a half, I believe, assumes he won't be starting, right? Or would it- yeah, correct. Like, like I, I mean, it, they've kind of got it halfway, if it makes sense. It's kind of what happened to the Bills today. It started yeah. minus 11, now it's minus 9. Like, they're, they, they don't know. No one knows. If Lamar plays, obviously it's a way different game. So, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, if you wait and you, you find news that Lamar is going to play, maybe it, maybe it helps you out. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, the Ravens – we're a great team with Lamar. They've been bad without him. He's in. He wants that big contract. They don't want to give it to him. It's funny. They just signed the the linebacker, uh, Roquan Smith, to a hundred million, sixty Ooh. guaranteed. So Ooh. Lamar might not be a Raven next year, and and that plays into this a little bit. You know, if it, he, you know, he obviously wants to. I think if he can play, he will play, but. Yeah, it's one of those things. He, he's been treated poorly by this franchise. He was an MVP one year. They were the best team in this division until he went down. They would have been yeah. the, the the number one seed. I'm confident in that if he stayed healthy. But yeah, so that's an interesting one. It's one of those ones you might have to wait and see. Uh, this is one, and this this one, you know, it's obviously Jamar Chase is the guy everyone talks about. But uh, but it's who's going to have more receiving yards on the day between T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And honestly, if you look at the numbers, I'm going to pull them up right now. Uh, T. Higgins ha- has like his numbers have been honestly better than Chase's 
as far as like yardage, Chase has a lot more catches per game, but, uh, but T Higgins is that guy who's busting it, you know, downfield going for those contested catches. Jamar Chase is more like a Debo Samuel where he's really good after the catch and he can break some, some yards after the catch. But yeah, it's, it's a interesting one here. I think the crowd's going to lean Jamar, but T might be an upset here. If someone goes that way, it might work out for him. Are, are those uh, per game stats, uh, like t- total yards per game? I know Jamar had a little time off, but. Uh, yeah, so hit- so it, it's it's the total season. Like uh, Chase finished with 1,046 yards, T Higgins 1,029. Jamar had 87 catches, T only had 74. But yeah, they, they both missed a little bit of time, obviously. Chase miss more, so I mean his yards per game is technically better, but uh, but it's it's pretty tight numbers wise there. And, and if the Ravens, uh, their number, their cornerbacks and their defense are good, they might be keying in on Jamar, which opens things up a little for T. So not sure. not as cut and dry there as you might think. And then question number ten. So uh, this one, these these teams both have pretty good running games. Obviously, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson have one of the best running games. And it's which team is going to have more rushing yards on the day, the Ravens or the Bengals? Question number 11. I want to throw this one in there. Um, Obviously, last week, uh, storybook for the Bills, uh, the opening kickoff gets returned for a touchdown, and then they get another one. Um, This is, will will there be any defensive or special teams touchdowns in the Sunday game. So again, it's going to be a pick six, a fumble recovery for a touchdown or a kick or punt return touchdown. So it's only the Sunday games, but will any of those games have a defensive or special teams touchdown? The game we watched when we, cause you were there too, George um, jets bills in Buffalo and Highmark. Um, like a, Pretty as far as like the games that have happened this year, not that exciting. Like it never really looked like the Jets were gonna do anything. Kind of Bills sort of coasted to a win, and it I'm was surprised still... you even remember it. Uh, me too. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at the box score right now to refresh my memory. Um, no, I like it. Uh, it was incredibly electric in there. I can't imagine what kind of uh, boost seeing that return would have had on that crowd. You know, we, we missed a game where there was snowballs. We missed the games. Like, I feel like, uh, if we do it again, we got to try to find a game against the dolphins or something that can be, you know, somewhere near as exciting as these have been. We picked the absolute worst game to go to really out of that slate. Yeah. Ticket prices were right. Uh, which helped that, uh, compared to some of the other matchups. But uh, yeah, this question is great because we saw two special teams touchdowns in one game from Buffalo last week, one being one of probably the coolest NFL moments of all time. So yeah, anything can happen. This, uh, this uh, You can lean either way on this, but um, like, I don't know what if it'd be one per week, but it's got to be close to that. Well, yeah, that's the, the funny thing is they uh, they gave this stat last week. It, obviously, this is only kick return touchdowns, but there had only been four all season leading into week 18. This is kick return specifically, so it doesn't include the defensive or punt return touchdowns. And then the Bills get two in that same game. So that, uh, yeah, very special moment. 
if we could rewind the clocks, we definitely would have skipped on the Jets game and gone to that Patriots game. It was less money because, again, when uh, we were booking, Week 18 hmm. could have been a nothing game for the Bills, and, and it kind of was. Not really. Like they, they won and got that second seed. If the Bengals game had a play, they might have been the first seed. Who knows? But um, yeah, that that uh, that would have been electric to be be in that stadium for that for sure. You know who is actually there? A couple county boys. Uh, Dan Davies went mm. with Buddy uh, Whitaker. They had a group that went down. So uh, if uh, if we run into them, we'll have to ask them how it was. I imagine uh, pretty exciting. Okay. Number 12, this is the last question before the first mate question. And I thought, you know, we normally only do 12 questions. I wanted to throw this one in there big time um, because this is the perfect week for this to, to go either way. So it's, will the player with the most rushing yards Sunday be a quarterback or a running back? So you might look at this question normally and be like, obviously a running back, except with this slate, you've got Josh Allen, who leads his team in rushing yards. You've got Daniel Jones, who's put up multiple 100-yard games. And you potentially got Lamar Jackson, probably the best rushing, pure rushing quarterback in the league and maybe of all time. So, it, it, you know, with those three guys, you know, obviously there's, you know, some Saquon Barkley, Delvin Cook. There's some good running backs in there, too. But... You know, a lot more passing reps and a lot more, you know, sort of passing plays or design quarterback runs than there used to be. And this is one it could go either way. So that was question 12. Could be. I just want to chime in there. It could be either either cook. You know, we got two brothers out there uh, running on Sunday. So this is true. Yeah. James Cook is has had a he's actually the, the running back in the league who has the highest yards per carry. Uh, so obviously Buffalo kind of rotates who's running between Josh, Devin Singletary, and James Cook. But uh, James Cook right now is averaging like 5.6 yards per rush, which is uh, a very good average. If he can sustain that over his career, he'll have a, a pretty good one. So there you go. You're picking just if, if Josh Allen gets 100 yards and Saquon Barkley has 95 and they were the two best, the quarterback wins that, if that makes sense. And that leads us into uh, question number 13, our first mate question. So I'll let Georgie take it away. Well, thank you. I know we've talked about uh, this guy already a little bit, but this is one of my favorite connections in the league. Uh, going back to LSU, these guys were absolute boys. I don't even know want to know what they got up to uh, in Louisiana and uh, in those party scenes. But there's no doubt about it that they've kind of built this chemistry and this connection. Um, I know this is an egregious stat line, but I think they're the two that can do it. So my question is, will Jamar Chase get at least 100 yards and a touchdown this week? Yeah, so I absolutely love this. Again, this is one of those ones, like if you're if you were able to put money on, you know, bet 365, this would be a, a plus bet by, by a pretty good margin. Um, so it's one of those ones, it, this can be a difference maker on a sheet, right? It, you, you know, the analytics would tell you probably lean no here because there's a lot that needs to happen. But if you're one of those people that uh, loves the connection, like Georgie said, uh, or, or you want to see it happen and it happens, you, you might be one of the few that picks yes here. So I love that question. I'm hoping for a good game there. And 
I love the Bills. They're obviously the team I root for, but my second favorite team in the AFC right now is definitely the Bengals. I love watching the Bengals. Joey, Joey Burr, pretty nice. B. Oh, yeah, I just, I, uh, I just need some more of those, uh, those cigar moments. Um, it is it, like, I think if there's one person that I can give a, a hall pass to my, uh, my significant other, it's probably Joe Burrow just cause he's the mm. biggest stud out there. Um, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, did a I'm who's sexier you question on, on one week. There. We did a, yeah, Georgie question. did. Oh, between Tommy, Tommy B and, and Joey B. No, yeah, Josh and, Allen. I, I didn't yeah. see where the, but if you, oh, we had Josh Allen. If you did Joey B and Josh Allen, here, sir. no contest. Who wins that one? I stand by it. Josh Allen, big heart, great guy, amazing quarterback. Kind of an uggo. You you don't pick that guy off the street if he's not uh, in the position he is. Buddy, you're you're so wrong there. You are so wrong there. Josh you Allen. Just think, you think you look like him. That's the only that, that that's just more <laughs> arguments for why he isn't gonna kind of look stand at... a chance against Burrow. Unbelievable. He's his all he's his cousin. <laughs> I'm his yeah. cousin. We uh, same blood, yeah. Big genes. <laughs> Uh, no, Josh Allen, handsome fella, Joe Burrow, cold as ice, looks good. They, they both beat Tom Brady. Um, and you, you never know, maybe they'll see him in the Super Bowl. That irks me that Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl after going below 500, but here we are again. Would be good for content though. Uh, would be great for content. We'll have to give a real Tom Brady jersey away for the Super Bowl if he makes it back there. (laughs) We did the, uh that AliExpress knockoff earlier in the season. It made it to a game in Tampa Bay though. So that was pretty cool. Um, Okay. So tell you what, we've made it through the the sheet. We've got those 13 questions. We're going to dive in now to the Landho locks of the week. So Georgie, I know you've, uh, you maybe listened to a couple, but how this works is you're going to pick one of the props and you're going to give us your for sure answer on that prop. So whatever, you pick any prop you want, and you give us definitive yes or no, this is the way this one's going. Do you have one locked in, or do you want uh, Hank or I to go first? You guys go first, I assume. I, I can't use the first mate question because that's uh... – you, you, No, you absolutely can. You can pick yeah, anyone no you want. Not. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you guys go, and let me let me do a full sweep first. Hank, or do you have one in the hopper? I do. Let's hit the it. The Bengals to cover. I think the Ravens are doo doo, and the Bengals are really good, and they're only getting better. Six and a half doesn't scare me. Bengals are going to cover that all day, with or without Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. There Ooh. you go, Hanker uh, locking in the Bengals to cover the six and a half line. Uh, Jorge, you got yours ready. I'm I'm locked and loaded here at number quest or question number two, uh, Bills versus Dolphins. Who wins? Uh, with the the spread on the game currently, it being a home game, the Buffalo Bills playing for a storybook finish here. Um, you know, just the the whole country, the whole everyone gets on uh, the Buffalo Bills wagon. So team of destiny. I, I'm, yeah, team of destiny. This is the biggest spread of the week. It seems like easy money. I'm going Bills. Okay. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. 
I there's two that are eyeing me up, and I'm I'm gonna go to the game that I care about the least, and that's the Vikings Giants. <laughs> I do really want Justin Jefferson to hit that over, and I'm an overs guy. And I'll tell you what, this game has the highest point total at 48 and a half right now. So what I'm gonna do, and Hanker, uh, let me know if this seems okay with you, but I'm gonna combo. The over is going to hit in the Giants and the Vikings game, and Justin Jefferson's going to hit the over on the receiving total. So we're going double over, double down. We've never double overed. We've never even won a land hole lock. Say, that changes we... <laughs> wild card weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't hit it normally. So, like, I do think we need to make it more difficult. You're right. Let's do it. Yeah. Double down. Okay. We're doubling up then. I love it. So we're taking the over the 48 and a half, and we're taking Justin Jefferson over. Let's pray that Kirk Cousins somehow finds one of those roller coaster moments where he's riding high, <laughs> he's getting us points. And uh, and Daniel Jones, um, you're just always going to be Daniel Jones. Just hand the ball off to Saquon and then rip a 70-yard run. Uh, that's what we need you to do. So there we go, fellas. So we've got Hanker in with the uh, Bengals to cover the six and a half. We got Georgie taking the Bills money line over the Dolphins. And then we got me taking the over, the double over, the double doink over. Uh, they'll probably both be under because that's how our season's gone with these. But uh, we're taking well, no Justin you're, Jefferson over. And uh, You're not Vikings, making it easy Giants on yourself. Uh, but yeah. uh, Georgie and well, I both lap- have, I think, minus bets. So we're doing our part. <laughs> you're just going to try. <laughs> you're just going to make yeah, yeah. for it. We we need something big. Well, last week we only had two in there and we didn't hit. So I mean, this week, yeah, we got to go big. <laughs> we got to go big. Uh, again, folks, if we ever hit one of these, they they're gonna find their way into the prize pool. Uh, sorry that we went the whole season without <laughs> yeah, that, that was, happening, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but if they do ever hit, someone's gonna have a good week. So there we it's go. Like- We're locked in. I forgot we did that. It was like this fun thing in week three. We're like, hey, if we hit these, because we'll probably hit like four or five on the year, we'll add them to the prize pool. Not once. I stopped betting on them. Like, I don't even waste my money anymore. I'll, bet <laughs> on it. I'll do it this week, though. I'll, I'll put a tenner in on it this week. Yeah, I love it. We'll put a tenner in. And then I've been, I've been filling out a sheet under the alias Big Al's Booty. And if I ever won, we would add it to next week. That also only happened one time. So uh, Hanker and I, you know, good at uh, good at making a platform and making props, not good at gambling on them, it turns out. So mm-hmm. uh, so there we are, fellas, the Landhill Lock of the Week. What um, did you end the tell- year? I think I'm seven and nine on my locks. What did you end yours at? I think I was 10 and six. Wait, then I, I missed digs that last week. Or they're... I was going to say they're parlayed together each week. So that's why uh, nothing's hit. Yeah. Yeah. We we do a parlay and and we include like some weeks Hanker and I have hit and then we include the first mate as well. And, uh, and if they miss, we haven't done a running total there. I guess we could go back and look, but uh, well, our first week, I, I think we had two, I don't remember what they were, but like two, the longest two legs were hit. In the one o'clock games, Hayes and I both hit. This is like our first week, and Twippy, we just needed the, uh, I think we needed the Bengals to beat like, I don't know, someone not that good. So we're like, we got this. It's a money line thing. Like we're fucking, they're favorited. 
we're going to cash this one. It's the first week we've done it. We haven't been that close since. You, maybe that one with Zach McDonald was kind of close, but nothing. Yeah, but. we 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 definitely yeah the Bengals lost to the Steelers in overtime week week one. Yeah, and we that's lost because yeah. Twippy took the, the money line, <laughs> which is just you look back, you're like, oh my god, no way. Yeah. So so we've been fucked by the first mates a couple times. Uh, if it were just the two of us, we we've got a couple, but yeah. I'm, I'm feeling based on what uh, bet three six five would probably spit out right now. I'm I'm not going to be the the detriment to this week, but you never know, and I hope that's not the case. Yeah, if you're the detriment to this week, uh, this this whole ship probably uh, goes under because <laughs> the Bills lose to the Dolphins. There's no chance. <laughs> I I don't even want to talk about it because I hate talking about it. I get it's all superstitious, but there's no fucking way. Would you no take a sick day on Monday if the Bills lose to the Dolphins? Um, buddy, if the Bills lose to the Dolphins, there's probably a good chance I never go into work again. I yeah. might be, <laughs> you know, that might be it for me. That's um, a tough one. Yeah, yeah. there's team. It's team of destiny vibes, and I hate saying that, but this team. I mean, obviously, storied history. They've never won this thing, okay? They made it four years in a row, never won it. This is eerily similar to to the year they got to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Josh Allen, obviously, one of the top guys in the league. They've had a lot of injuries. You know, they lose Micah Hyde, starting safety, Von Miller, Pro Bowl, edge rusher. They've had a ton of adversity, but they're still winning these games. They've been the hottest team in football, you know, the last six or seven weeks, other than maybe the Jaguars who needed mm. to win to get in and they did it. But the Bills, the Bills have been on a tear. And I just, there's something in the air this year. And I, I'm saying all this with hopes that I'm not fucking them over and they're going to come out <laughs> Sunday and, and take care of business in Miami. The, the thing is, they're going to have the hardest route probably to a Super Bowl ever, especially if Tua plays, because they're, you know, if they make it, they'd have to go through Miami, probably the Bengals, and then probably the Chiefs. Like, yeah. That's just to get to the, the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, it's not who's easy. Brady, who's Brady got? Cowboys, Vikings, Cow- like it just <laughs> skips yeah. his way into the. Yeah. So Brady literally goes against the Cowboys, who just look like the worst team in the NFL last week. He's never mm-hmm. lost to the Cowboys in his career. That's crazy stat. That's wild. so that's a crazy stat. Yeah, and then I mean he's gonna go. You know he'll go against. Uh, I guess he's the four seed. That's the crazy thing. He's the four seed. Yeah. At eight and nine. And uh, so they've got home field advantage here. And then depending on what happens, you know, obviously if all the favorites win, they'll be on the road. But if, you know, if there's a surprise underdog, the Giants win, they'd play the Giants. <laughs> you know, it's like they, this road could be easy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's the greatest game, in my opinion, on planet Earth. And, you know, I love watching, obviously, all regular season but wild card weekend is probably my favorite because it's you know red zone's awesome you're jumping around there's all that stuff but there's something about just one game on at a time you just get to sit in focus on it 
and, and the beauty of football is it's easy to still have a conversation and not miss anything. Like you can, you know, have people over party a little bit Saturday night. If you're out drinking, you're going to glance up every once in a while and catch the chargers Jaguars. But uh, yeah, it's an exciting week of football. Georgie, any plans in the big city? Put me on the spot here. We've uh, we've been hosting a lot at uh, at Massey here, the street that I live on. So we've got a dual screen setup, not necessarily needed for the wild card weekend. But well, I'm just looking brag, forward though. to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking forward to you know a, a full full weekend of meaningful football across the board. Sitting back, you know, crushing a few coldies, loading up on some food orders, probably go with a little bit of a wings, maybe, uh, you know, Duff's wings, my go-to, maybe a sandwich here and there, California Sandos, mm. uh, probably, you know, one to two grams of weed uh, to really lock myself <laughs> in. And then <laughs> we've got ourselves a weekend. So have the boys okay. over and just indulge. L- love to hear it. Love to hear it. Now, uh, probably the biggest news on the podcast uh, this entire week is that uh, I'm now, and this this is crazy. I've never never once been this in my life, but I'm now Team iPhone. So yeah. I've, I've made the jump from uh, hey. Android to iPhone. It was mainly to keep my relationships and friendships intact. A lot of people were getting mad at me because I couldn't be in their group conversations or my phone calls just didn't flat out work. So you got strong, uh, yeah. Same. Yeah, I got strong-armed into being an iPhone guy. And uh, what's the text message that I receive on Sunday at 1032 from an unknown number? Hey, if the Bills play Saturday, would you guys want to go? I'm in a group chat. I go, I go. who is this? I got an iPhone, so I don't have any numbers. Well, it's Tucker, Georgie, and Liam. And uh, Tucker had sent over the tickets for the sat. If, if the game was going to be Saturday, we were, I think, all going to be pulling trigger. I don't know if Georgie was in or not, but uh, Liam and I were definitely in. in. So Georgie Tucker so, was driving. Uh, obviously, oh. yeah, Tucker's doing a dry January, which is amazing um, for me to be able to get a ride to the Bills <laughs> game. Obviously, yeah. uh, they got sandwiched into the Sunday 1 p.m., so they missed that Saturday slate. If if we had a Saturday game, we were going to be in Buffalo. So I'm very sad about this, but. Uh, but there you go, Team iPhone now. So and that would have been like a a night Saturday game, too. It right? could have been the four thirty, but probably yeah. the eight fifteen. Yeah. Jesus, that's a it, lot. It is kind of, of a, it's a it's a snubbing. I guess they just assume that it's going to be pretty one sided to to bury it in the one o'clock. But anyway, I would love a, a Saturday afternoon slot. Would have been great. But what are you going to do? Yeah. No dice, no dice. That's definitely a bucket list item for me, though, is to uh, to make it to a Bills playoff game at some point in my life. So who knows? I mean, hey, they win this week. Maybe uh, a little magic happens for next week. I don't know. But uh, there if, you go, fellas. And if they lose, you're not going to be around for the week after. So we got yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be done. Um, so... Who need what needs to happen for them to host again the next week or the following week? I guess they the Bills win. win, they're hosting again, like their home field all the way to winning. And then what's happened now is because they missed that game against the Bengals, the Chiefs got the one seed, but mm-hmm. because the Bills hung on to the number two seed, 
if they so they if host all the, they yeah. play each other in the conference final they're gonna play it at a neutral site right so right, right, right. uh that's they're not gonna announce that until it, you know it, it needs to happen like it, it could not even work out that way mm. the chiefs or bills could lose before then um so there'll be home next weekend though is there any chance you guys you hit it, that one Dude, I, I would 110% because that will likely be Bill's Bengals. Be incredible. Game. Which would be amazing. The ticket prices will be a lot. But yeah, I I mean, that's one Saturday, Sunday, whatever night it is, Monday. I I If, if we get a group and a driver, Tucker, shout out Tucker, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you're in still. But, uh, but yeah, I, I would 110% want to do that I, I actually have some buddies that are Bengals fans too so uh M- mark haggerty han ackerman's boyfriend big Bengals fan and uh cory buscard who definitely wouldn't come to the game but is also a Bengals fan so there you go hey actually that reminds me mark um so he came with us to the game we went to on the bus but did not come home i assume that was the plan all along right like he he was gonna do that or did he actually fuck up no, he Peyton Manning us hard. Actually, it was it was an intentional audible uh, at the line of scrimmage. So he had full intentions of coming home with us, but his buddies from Burlington uh, were were at the game as well, sitting right behind us, which was hilarious. Uh, it's funny how all those little coincidences, like Georgie's bus is right beside us at the yeah. tailgate. His like, buddies are so sitting wild. right behind us. So he ended up going home with them a way quicker bus ride. And then apparently they tied one on Sunday night and he took a train home uh, Monday. So yeah, there you go. I don't miss that ride home. Fuck. That's, no. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's a tough one. That's why the Saturday would have been lovely because, mm-hmm. you know, we probably spend the night in Buffalo or worst case, you know, if it was a four o'clock game, probably jet back to Toronto and have a little night out. But uh, yeah. yeah, anyways, we'll if see you, if I was going to say, if you're commuting back to the county for that, you, you got to keep the beers going and just take the next day off. It's the only way to make the uh, the drive back feasible because the hangover on that stretch is, is not fun. It, it was awful. I uh, like because it was a snowstorm too, so it took an extra. It's already a fucking hour for me from the highway. It took like two hours. I didn't get into bed until midnight and a oh, one o'clock game. Yeah, that hurts. At least that it, hurts for sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it, describing a Bills game from our perspective, like that whole Jets game, if you describe that to anyone. And then ended it with, yeah, it was an amazing time. They'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, (laughs) You get up at three in the morning, you drive to Whippy, you hop on a bus for three hours, you get stopped at the border, you go and you're in freezing rain and snow. Like, yeah, what the hell? Oh, I mean, um, and the game itself, like, I don't think I've ever been to a professional sports event where like, yeah, you have a seat number, but fuck me like there might as well not have been benches there like everyone's standing on them mixing around jumping around up and down like it was pandemonium yeah i love i'm gonna pull the picture up but i i love that i just like at some point in the fourth quarter i was like yeah i'm going down to the end zone like right in and i yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting with these two random old ladies <laughs> they're just like yeah yeah you're hilarious like they're asking me about the pirate hat and all this stuff and they're like, can we get I'm Josh Allen's cousin. 
I'm Josh Allen's cousin. You watch. He'll look at me. He'll look at me. Josh. Josh. I got him on FaceTime right here. (laughs) Incredible. All right, lads. Um, I think that that probably, uh, you know, we're pushing 50 50 minutes here. Um, I think that probably wraps it. Now, it's a big year for me. I've got a wedding coming up in August. Uh, Hanker, you had a wonderful idea. So we're, we're mulling around bachelor party ideas. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll post something on the bet pirate Instagram. See, uh, get some fan feedback here mm-hmm. on some potential things, but, uh, Hanker's come up with a genius idea. I think we'll end on this. Uh, I've got four, four of my good buddies, uh, my brother, Hanker, Geo, and then, uh, one wild card, Aaron McKinney, uh, shout out Prince Eddie's. Uh, drinking the Blondale right now. Maybe going to have the Super Bowl party there. We'll, we'll have to see. But I've got these four guys. Uh, they're all, without disclosing anything to me until until the time, uh, they're going to come up with a location, make a PowerPoint presentation, and uh, they're going to present them to me. And whichever one I like the best for the destination and itinerary is, uh, is where we're going to pull trigger for the bachelor party. So I'm very excited for this. Uh, any any color any commentary from either of you about uh, about what's going on here process where you're thinking? Well, so sixteen is the floor for attendees, right? So twenty is a lot. That's a big bachelor party. So it's gonna be. It doesn't mean it's gonna be bad by any stretch, but some of the more conventional things I think you you would do on a bachelor party. Uh, a little harder to execute just makes us forces us to be a bit more creative. Um, and, and you're that's pretty pessimistic. I think we can do anything with 20. It just takes a little bit more coordination, but we're going to line up. Uh, I, I think uh, in my present, my PowerPoint presentation, I'm going to use lots of pussy. kind of, yeah, don't be a pussy industry research. And uh, <laughs> you know, the, the top, the top are of course, um, the, the late night facilities for whatever they may be, what we want to get into golf has got to be up there uh, as mm-hmm. a factor. Uh, I think, um, restaurants that's like bottom, bottom tier. Uh, and then just, you know, this, the size of the city, I think we got to factor in, um, and you know, bigger cities come with more opportunity. So I mean, it doesn't have to be a criteria. city either. Right. Um, this is true. Yeah, this can be anything. The, the so the time of year important as well. I'm I'm thinking we go anywhere between like June and early August. Weddings mid August, August sixteenth, is it? Uh, yeah, August nineteenth. So yeah. So yep. not like of the leagues you follow. I know you're a big professional sports guy. Tough one. Um, maybe there's like a PGA event. I think it'd be kind of cool. Sort of the only stuff going on. I know you're not really a baseball guy, but. I've seen you have fun at a baseball game and it would, <laughs> if there's an event to get 20 guys in, it's a baseball game because you know, each ticket would be $10. So there's a lot of opportunity there. Of course, that means we're going across the border. I don't know how many of us, if the whole roster can get across the border. I don't know for sure, but I want to assume. So a lot of factors to consider. Uh-oh. I think. Jose um, can't make it across the border. He's got a, <laughs> <laughs> Ice will just swarm them. You, you, you know, it's hilarious. I I, uh, I I wear that stupid fanny pack. like So I wore it to the Bills game whenever I've got my passport and stuff, just because I don't trust my pockets all the time, especially if they don't zip up. Yeah. 
And uh, anyways, the other day I was like going through some stuff and I like opened my fanny pack. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I have two passports in here? And I had Jose's passport in my fanny pack still. From the, he's like, I need you to hang on to this. Do not let me lose this. Yeah. So I still had it like whatever, a month and a bit later, which is funny. And the fanny looks great. So you, you can't discount that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an absolute style. The girls are doing the Lululemon strap over the shoulder, but a classic fanny pack's never going to get out of style. So It's kind of like a good mullet, you know? Time 100%. will try to beat it down, but it just keeps coming back. <laughs> all right fellas well uh anything else we want to add there that's uh this has been one of the longer episodes again we added a question we wanted to add some color uh to how we're gonna roll with the the playoffs but uh it's been a good little episode geo thanks for finally uh getting on the pod thanks for listening obviously you've never done that before he comes on at the start and goes so what are we doing here how's this yeah. work unbelievable no, it's no, the same I- every week I've got every episode downloaded. Um, you know, I think we're it's trending number like ten on podcast sports these days. So we are yeah, we're gonna keep momentum going. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on. Most popular, yeah, eighty seventh most popular fantasy sports podcast in Canada. I'll have you know. Wow. So guess how many fantasy sports podcasts there are in Canada? Don't tell them, Hanker. Don't do this to us. There's eighty eight million. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, well, boys. It's been a well, I love it. Us. Yeah, right. thanks. Thanks for coming out, Richie Fuck Squad. Um, Hanker, <laughs> as always, a real pleasure. And uh, this has been Little Ricky. Shiver me timbers. Wildcard weekend coming up. You guys ready? I'm ready. Hey, let's drink some more. Prince Eddie. <laughs> all right. Goodbye.